Hey mijas, thank you for tuning in to another episode of You're Doing Fine. This episode, as you'll be able to tell, was recorded before the presidential election results were out. So we do still speak as if we didn't know the results because we didn't. And um, yeah, so hopefully that wraps up the anxiety about politics that we have. Um, but who knows, you know, we're very outspoken individuals, so that's just what you're going to get with you're doing fine. So please enjoy this episode. I know we have mic problems still. I promise we are working on that. Hopefully the next episode sounds way better, but this is all a learning process for us, even though, like I said before, we're veterans in radio but we are new to recording at home and virtually so bear with us but thank you for tuning in uh make sure to check out our instagram our other social medias as well as uh, true 100 now we're on true 100 radio and we're so happy to be part of their team so yeah stay tuned real quick so you can explain to the people i okay we're trying to record this episode julia is driving in her car because um you know things happen you can't really do things at the same time multitasking is pretty pretty necessary at this point in time um and julia drives um a manual standard if you will and is like doing a million things (laughs) while driving julia you do a lot more than i do and i drive like automatic so I really do. I like I said earlier, I used to work far from where I went to school, so I would commute like uh it was only honestly like maybe 30 miles, but because it was in LA, it would take me like an hour and a half. Um so I got skilled at eating in the car while driving in traffic or like changing from my uniform to like regular clothes so I could get to class and stuff. So yeah, I kind of mastered this. <laughs> yeah, Julia's just like, I'm like, how are you doing all of this and still focusing on, like, your changes and still doing, like, a million things a minute? Like, Once you learn how to drive stick, it's kind of like going through the motions. It's just, like, you're used to it. You just know your car. Um, I was actually telling our friend Jomar because he was asking me, like, how do you drive stick? This is, like, so crazy to me. I'm like, honestly, I am, like, I feel the car. Like, I am one with the car. Like, I, like, I can feel when it needs the next um, gear. I can feel it when, like, something's not right. Like, so. Yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know if I saw, like, um, I think it was a tweet of yours or a post somewhere. I saw that you're not used to, like, driving, like, automatic. No, I'm not. Mostly because, like, I mean, it's easy. It's easy, but I don't feel in control because I'm, like, you know, shifting and stuff. And then, like, because with an uh, automatic car, you have, um, 
not automatic, sorry. With a manual car, you have two pedals, no, three pedals, but you use both your legs to do it. So sometimes I'll like be with, what is it? Your left leg is the one that you don't use when you're driving automatic. And like my left leg will be like, wait, where's the other pedal? What's, where's the other pedal? And then it just, it just throws me off. So, yeah. Well, there you go, Julia. Driving while we record this episode of you're doing fine, <laughs> me, huh? Because <laughs> you know we're doing fine. We're we're doing a million things, but we're doing fine. <laughs> Julia wanted to um, make this episode about me, which I've been avoiding for a really long time. Yes, she has because our intro, our intro episode, like you asked me a million questions. And you didn't answer them yourself. And I didn't catch that until, like, (laughs) listening back. I was like, you know, Angie didn't give us any information. So I mean, the people know what they (laughs) want to know, and that's not a lot. But that's it. That's good. (laughs) I don't know. I've been, been, like, kind of not really getting a lot of sleep lately. It's just been really stressful time. You've you've oh, seen what's going yeah. on. Like I was, of course, I was up last night because CNN last night was saying we're gonna have a uh, a decision by the end of tonight, and I stayed up. Oh, and, oh, and you never got it. CNN lied to me. <laughs> Girl, you need to walk away from that phone sometimes, like or TV or whatever. Like, yeah, it's just the interesting part is happening now. Like it's any time, any minute now things are gonna happen you know yeah no for sure i know that's why like i'm trying to kind of get out of so i was in lancaster and Mm -hmm. right now i'm driving through la and i'm just like i need to get home before anything happens before a decision happens Mm -hmm. i don't a full decision is going to come um before the end of the day if anything happens it'll be tonight but if it goes on to Saturday morning, this is going to be an interesting time. Really interesting mm-hmm. time for everyone. Especially because Nevada is saying that they're going to give us an update on how many more ballots they have in a few hours or less. So, Last I seen, they were only 80-something percent mm-hmm. like accounted for. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, hurry up. <laughs> The recount in Georgia is starting, so that's going to throw it back a little bit, too. I feel like at those three states, we got Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Georgia that don't really want to say anything yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just kind of just like, uh, because if just one of them gives the results. But anyways, um, I'm going to actually give Julia the episode that she wants today. <laughs> so I want to distract you guys with politics. Um, we do have a lot of like cool topics coming up for the next episode, so stick around. Yeah. I'm and then Julia made me it. download this weird app. <laughs> it, I downloaded it's, it. It's gonna be cool. I feel like it'd be good for, I don't know, marketing purposes. Yeah, it'd be I, fun. I like it. I mean, I I checked out some. Okay, so we're talking about this app called Stereo that Julia sent me last night, and I I checked out some. Okay, so we're talking about this app called Stereo that Julia sent me last night, and she thinks that maybe we could run some of these episodes while we're recording them, run them live, with all of the mess ups and everything in between. 
<laughs> no yeah. cleaning up the audio just Why running not? it live so you guys can get a like little behind the scenes view of like what happens when we're recording these yeah so they um, are live, i checked it out um, there's a couple people that have actual shows but i don't know if they're structured like, or not get on, i'm pretty sure it's live right and you go live you choose who you go live with and you just talk and uh if people it's kind of like reminds me a little like tinder or, or tiktok or something like how you swipe to actually like if you actually want to listen to these people talk or not and like people listening can send you voice messages that you can play while you're on live and so i think that's cool maybe later on once like we have like a following it's kind of like going live on instagram but a it's little bit audio. more interactive yeah and it's just yeah. it's just audio like strictly audio i mean we could go live yeah. on instagram one of these recordings i have a few friends that do their interviews live on instagram and then they edit mm-hmm. the audio and upload so i mean we're gonna try it out i don't know when obviously not today because julia is multitasking already and we don't want to throw another thing at her <laughs> <laughs> but eventually when we sit down and like everything settles and we have a little bit more of a structure we're barely picking it up so it's it's going it's pretty good we're doing fine you know we're doing fine <laughs> all right julia what what questions did you want to ask me all right little anki so <laughs> uh well first of all just kind of give us like a background of who little anki was like i don't want to say like give us your whole damn childhood but i mean we know you're a math whiz but where did you grow up? Oh, wow. Great questions, Julia. <laughs> I grew up in Santana, really um, part of that 714 culture. I've lived hood adjacent my whole life. So if you guys don't understand what that is, you all know the hood. I lived adjacent from the hood, so like on the side. Um, so I I actually grew up um, at a, going to a school that's like down the street, like two, three minutes away. Um and i was part of the garden grove district so like if you guys know orange county area um i didn't move into the santa ana district until i went to high school so that was kind of a weird shock because i grew up with like people in my neighborhood and then high school comes around and i have to go to a completely different school with different people um some fun facts i guess growing up i played basketball for i want to say like eight plus years <laughs> i'm pretty I sure you know that really <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I played I played basketball since I believe it was like before fourth grade or fourth grade up until my senior year of high school. So like yeah. I played um I was actually like into track and field first and then I got thrown mm-hmm. into basketball. So I did basketball as like a, a city league and then the travel league. So I played outside like travel basketball for a while before wow. hitting high school. Yeah, in high school they don't really let you do that because like the California like state rules if you're playing in a high school team you can't really play outside league so that's kind of where I stopped after after eighth grade before hitting my freshman year yeah if basketball like that's a that could be like its own like segment on that and we can talk about everything that happened to me through basketball but um yeah I tore my ACL my junior year of high school Ooh. I actually tore my ACL MCL meniscus and patella so if you're looking at your knee, everything on the inside just Ugh. Yeah, um don't love that for you. I know. I mean, high school life could also be another topic that that just goes on. I have stories Julia from high school that are just yeah, ridiculous. Well, 
we'll definitely do a whole segment on that too because my high school experience like it was pretty not it was pretty normal for the most part but like I mean I did marching band so I was oh, a nerd I did, <laughs> I did orchestra um and I did sports Oh yeah, you played the violin, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're kind of in the same boat, Julia. Yeah. Well, um, well, not really, not entirely, because I didn't play an instrument. Oh. <laughs> I was I was in the color guard. That'd be a good yeah. good segment talking about like our high school like situation. Yeah. I have I got stories from high school. I don't yeah. know if I told you, but like there's drama happening in my high school right now regarding regarding the election. And it's just juicy stuff that I'd love to bring up one day, but um. Yeah, I went to Orange Coast College for two years and then transferred to Cal State Fullerton. Um, oh, I'm, yes. I didn't know you were in community college, too. Me, too, by the way. Oh, my gosh. We need to make that a whole segment because I really think that is the way to go. Like, I feel like go to Julia, community college. Julia's just learning a lot about me. <laughs> I am. Like, listen, we know each other. We've worked together. Like, you know, we know each other, but I don't no little angie you know yeah julia was actually at titan radio before i showed up um mm-hmm. i joined titan radio february 2018 okay yeah i was there the year before that and i was a pre when i started i was a pre-recording dj so my show my show aired wednesdays at 10 p.m nice. prime okay. time right there wednesday yeah, you- middle of the week at 10 p.m at night my show was yeah, airing <laughs> That was such a, a weird time for me. I I mean, my first few episodes were kind of trash. Not gonna lie, I can't. Same. I can't same. listen to them. I'm like, where did where did this voice come from? Where did this personality come from? It's so bad. And that's the beautiful thing of Tiny Radio too. Is like, it helped us find that voice. It helped us figure out what we wish, what worked, what doesn't work. You know, and now we're here yeah, doing this are. podcast yeah we are i um i actually started titan radio because um i had an internship the fall before so like um october 2017 i had an internship at a local like radio station it's tiny it's the smallest thing it's in anaheim literally no one listens to it and um <laughs> i was supposed to just run their social social media stuff because i didn't really know what i wanted to do and then all of a sudden, I got thrown onto a mic, and that was kind of the start of like, oh, you should probably go try it on your own. And so that's kind of like where I got into Titan Radio. The the saw the song, the title of my show, The Passenger Side, is actually a song. So okay. that's kind of like where it comes from. But then like it turned into um, like park car conversations with your friend, and I was the friend mm-hmm. that you had because I didn't really know anyone when I joined Titan Radio. I was like by myself all the time. It was a miracle that I got a show. So yeah, it was it was, it was an interesting experience for me. Um, then I slowly moved up that chain. So like from a pre-recording to a live DJ to an intern to the director, it was it was crazy mm-hmm. transformation. Um, but yeah. yeah. That's, just background. We'll talk more. We'll talk more about Titan Radio in our college like episode because, yeah, my story with Titan Radio it's something like like I love. If you haven't noticed, we love Titan Radio. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's if you don't yo if you don't get it, it's because you weren't in it, and if you were in it, yeah. then you get it because you it's get just, it. 
Yeah. It's so much better than like a, a sorority or like a fraternity oh, or something. Like it's so definitely. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a little bit about me. If you want to know what I majored in, I was a marketing and broadcast journalism double major. <laughs> yes, she she is very mis- studious over here. Like I remember her at, like she was always schedule was like full. Like mm-hmm. she'd be at school super early. She'd go to the gym. Like who is she? She goes to the <laughs> gym and she does a million other things. Like who is she? <laughs> it was a crazy time. I don't know where that I got the energy to do that. Like now I don't I have don't it. Know. I do not have it right now. No. But yeah, um, that's just a basic overview. We'll dive into like some of these more specific stuff later because like there's good stories within my time frame of meeting mm-hmm. Julia, before mm-hmm. meeting Julia, all that stuff. Yeah. Good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So other than basketball and radio, what is another hobby of yours that you like not a lot of people might know you're really good at or like something like that, you know? Oh my gosh, this is such a good question. Um, I honestly don't know. I mean, like a hobby or like something that I do in my free time or like, yeah. Um, I don't really do much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just read a lot. I actually like started making my own little library when I was in community college, but then I stopped because money you know um and so I recently got back to it I got like stacks of books and stuff and um I guess uh something I guess something um I like drawing things by hand but I've recently started switching to digital versions so I don't know if you remember the no stress fest six poster Mm -hmm. that one was all like handmade like in the digital computer and stuff and so that happened and then the sound space one that we also made in the same semester that one actually made it by hand too um but i actually started that stuff by um construction paper and like cardboard boxes and that that was my whole like high school life was just making stuff like that giant banners posters everything under the sun and then i realized oh this is a job (laughs) why didn't i think it was a job yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, anything cool? Like, I don't do anything cool, Julia. I'm pretty straightforward. Stop that. I'm pretty straightforward. <laughs> just like simple, you know? I don't have anything interesting happening. <laughs> yeah. Stop that. You are very. Oh, I played volleyball. I also oh, played ball. volleyball. Yeah. I played volleyball for a while. Um. Yeah, I actually couldn't play anymore because that's the same time that I tore my ACL, so I couldn't really do anything. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. there's nothing, nothing else really. Well, but yeah, the digital uh, drawing, I guess you know why I got into drawing mm-hmm. digitally as well too. Thank you, Beth. She was the one that taught me the basics, and I just ran with it. So good at it now. Julia just like took off. Like she's just she's just a new person with all of that. I haven't even like gone into the level that you're at right now. It's just insane, insane. Yeah, I really really like your work. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I also was growing up. I loved to like draw and make crafts. Like I love crafting, and doing digitally is like oh my gosh this is so much easier and this is so much fun and I and I the turnaround is so much quicker too so I'm like 
this is this is where it's at. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. All right. I would encourage people to try it out, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to see, like, what's interesting information that I could tell you guys that isn't just stories, because, like, I don't know what exactly Julia knows and doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, um, I feel, mm, I don't know how, I mean, I'm down for a story. Like, do you have anything, like, that you would like to share that, like, I don't know, impacted your life or <laughs> I don't, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Okay, Julia, let's talk about this. Okay, because okay. people... People think I'm crazy all the time. All right. <laughs> I I want to tell people, if, if you just want to know, like, who I am as a person, it's this story right here, Julia, that you are not going to believe me because it was a story that I remember. It's in my head, and I am in, it's ingrained in there. Like, I can visualize it, and when I think about the story, this is, I can see it happening in my head. Like, that's how crazy it is. Ooh, it sounds juicy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even like it's not even crazy. It's just like okay, if you if I just want to put like myself in a bubble, mm-hmm. this story would just describe my personality. All right, okay? let's and have that, it. That's how like I've known for so long that this is the type of person that I am. But okay, um, there's a swap meet at Orange Coast College. If you guys don't know where Orange Coast College is, it's in Orange County. Obviously, it's um right across from. The what's it called? The OC Fair, OC yeah. Fairgrounds. Yeah, it's right across from the OC Fairgrounds near Vanguard. It's like really, really. It's kind of small. It's actually bigger now than it was when I was there. But um, when I was really young, my parents used to go to the swap meet all the time. That's like where they would take us. Like if you know, growing up, like you go nowhere else but the swap meet. Sunday Sundays are for the swap meet. Even if you're not going to buy anything, you just go to the swap meet. You just go. <laughs> so um, this story takes place. I was like, I want to say like really young, like maybe four or five. I could talk. So I'm not sure where that puts me in the range. But I was I was a baby and I could talk. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I grew, I matured really quickly when I was younger. But that's a separate story. But yeah. So um, I was little. And my parents would take us to the McDonald's that was on the way to the Swami. So we went to go get breakfast, and then we went to the Swami. And you remember how, like, McDonald's, I don't know if some places don't have it anymore, but they have the giant, like, games where you crawl up into the tunnels and stuff. So this specific McDonald's had it inside, so there was no separate cage for it. It was literally inside of the McDonald's, and then right below it were all the tables. So you wouldn't have to go through a separate door to get to it. There's some locations that did have a separate door, but this one didn't. It was just all open. And I don't know what happened between us getting there, but the only part that I remember of this story completely clearly was I climbed up into the little tubes with my brothers. And you know how like there's multiple exits. So you race up there and you multiple exits to get down. And I had to get down because like I had to go eat breakfast obviously because it was ready and the exit that I was going through was a specific it was a slide that went all the way down but there was a kid crying at the top of the slide and the mom was at the bottom of the slide telling him come like it'll be fine don't worry like just come like it'll just go down like you know I'm waiting for you I'm right here and she obviously couldn't go up and so I was waiting for this kid to go he was significantly smaller than me and he was just crying and crying and crying. And then I asked him, I'm like, 
do you want me to go down with you? And he said, okay. And so I put him in my lap and we went down a slide. And then the mom was like, how did you get him down here? I'm like, I just asked him if he wanted to go with me. And then he said, yeah. And so he slid down the slide. And then afterwards, like, my parents didn't know what was going on until the lady came by and thanked me. And I was like, <laughs> my dad was like, what? What did you do? I'm like, I just went down the slide. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. So that kind of, like, is the one story that, like, if I had to remember a story to tell people, it's that story. That is so freaking adorable. Like, aw. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I just, I, I don't, I feel like that, like, puts my, my personality in a bubble really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I remember that story and like I tell people about it, I even tell my parents about it and they're like, that didn't happen. I'm like, it did happen. I wouldn't have forgotten it. It did happen. That is so cute. It's a good So time. very, very, um, I guess you could say like encouraging personality. Like you, you, you help your friends out even though they're not your friends. I don't know them, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if that was like self-interest. <laughs> Because I wanted to go eat. Like, move, little kid. (laughs) Or if it was, like, me really helping. But at the end of the day, like, I did something good. And, I mean, I don't. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's kind of just the person that I am. I just like helping people. Even if I don't, like, get anything out of it, I just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stories like that. We should talk about stories that we think about when we're little kids. Or when we were little kids. I have to really dig. I know I have a couple, but right now, like, I'm totally blanking on them but there are instances where I'm like I totally remember this like when I was little like it's ingrained like or do you ever have like smells something that just like a smell that just takes you back to something I haven't had that in a long time I have this specific one where it's weird my mom used to use this like um I think it was like some type of lotion but I like dis- I distinctly like I can distinguish this smell like perfect like it it will never go away like I it's there it's in my mind I can think about it and smell it and I'm just like this this is forever gonna be like ingrained and I feel like it was probably really toxic like like you know how like back then things were not like super healthy I guess you could say there's like different toxins and stuff and I I feel like it wasn't healthy and maybe that's why it's just like permanently up my nose (laughs) I don't know maybe have you had the the, um I get the smell a lot with like people oh yes people people have a distinct smell yes people the one smell that like I enjoy a lot it's like comforting and it's weird it's the strangest thing to say but um, my older brother has a smell that's different from anyone else in the house, and I can tell when he's coming, when he's, like, you know, having a pile of clothes in the garage, when he, like, does something, like, I can tell that he's, like, here, and it's weird, it's just so weird. That's how I am with my dad. Yeah? Yeah, my, my dad smells, okay, this, this is gonna sound even weirder, my dad has, he's a truck driver, so he has this, like, distinct smell of, like, diesel and like his smell like blended and for some reason I really like it like I really like the smell of it it sounds weird as shit but yeah wow that's what my dad smells like people's scents like I want to know what everybody else's favorite scents are like let me know if you have a favorite Mm -hmm. scent because Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I, I kind of do. I don't like how, like, scents go out of uh, style or out of season. Mm-hmm. You know, how, like, they rotate out scents because it's not the season for that scent. No. Mm-hmm. That's what bothers me. It, it, it no, I don't me. like it. It hurts. Yeah, I don't like it either because I personally don't really care for any of the, like, fall scents or, like, anything with vanilla is absolutely terrible for me. I hate anything that smells like vanilla and so like that's what I feel like the holidays smell like a lot vanilla and I'm like ugh I don't like it <laughs> I love rose water rose water I don't like any of the um the like oh this is like a cupcake smell or like you know pastries I don't like that mm-hmm. I I'm like it's, it's like too sweet it it's gives me like um it makes me nauseous to be honest. I'm just like I don't want to smell like this. Like what is wrong with you people? Why do you guys smell like that? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I've never liked it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see what's happening with um these elections. I want to see how the lawsuit plays out. You know, like I really want to see what happens there. Like I don't even have words for it anymore. It's just like. How do I how do I make this into audio like like shrugs and it's just like yeah like I mean appar- <laughs> apparently I apparently the idea of lawsuits in situations like this has been something that other people have done besides Donald Trump um and the state of Nevada mm. specifically has been sued by Donald Trump multiple times and they have won multiple times and so i guess the attorney that's going to be representing um the state of nevada said that they have all of the proof that they need to prove to him that they are not um counting illegal votes and that illegal votes are not being in play so Mm -hmm. it's it's um at this point i feel like it's all just talk like he just really does not want to accept a failure and and i get it i understand you have had everything handed to you since birth. You do not know how to earn something and how to hold on to what you've earned and how to work hard to keep what you've earned. You've never had to work for something. You've always had it handed to you. And even if you went bankrupt, daddy's money came in and saved you. Like, I understand that you've never had, I guess it's kind of like a luxury to fail, you know? Because you get to learn about things that have happened or things that you can improve on for yourself. And, like, he hasn't had that moment. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, the hostility. But also, like, why are you going to be bitter about everything? Like, every news station is calling him childish. Like, he is a child. Like, just accept it. Is it. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, I mean, the other the other big thing is that... um. They were talking about the tradition. I'm sorry to go back to politics. Sorry, guys. But I'm just like, I, I, I would talk about myself more, but I really don't know what to tell you guys. But um, this, this is a hot topic that is part of you, I guess. You like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very like, okay, I've, 
I'm going to tell you a story after I finish this, this thought right here, but um, they were saying that it's tradition for the loser to call the president or the winner and um, basically congratulate them, have a private phone call, discuss like, you know, no bad blood between us. Like, you know, it was a, an election. This is what happened. If it was in favor of one, okay. If it was not in favor of the other, but I'm still going to support you as part of like society and as part of the government system and as part of like all of this as you know i'm gonna congratulate you for your accomplishment mm -hmm. and they're saying that trump isn't going to do that because he's not going to be accepting the results so yeah because he's a little baby <laughs> that's just a lot of changes in government and like the government system is it flawed yes do people think that joe biden is going to be any better than trump yes he will be significantly more specifically just because people won't live in fear of this guy will exactly. he also create fuck-ups yes he will he'll mess up a million times we have things that we don't like about him that we're going to hold him accountable uh -huh. to we have things about him that we want him to change like we have all of these things that you know he's never going to be a perfect candidate but he's never. the best option to just eliminate the hostility that there is in the nation you Preach. know okay but my finsta is me ranting about things that have happened to me and most recently i went on there and gave everybody on my finsta an igtv special did you see that i did not i saw the post about your the screenshot loving yes yeah, oh my gosh oh my gosh julia 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 long story short let's just say that there was someone that i was really close to um okay and um i recently found out that they were a trump supporter yeah. mind you i've known this person for two years and let me just break this down my 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 think my thought process okay i think i think you can be a republican you can be a democrat fine be a republican be a democrat republicans from like traditionally like they're not technically against people they just like really love business and want to stimulate economy in favor of them like want businesses to be in favor Democrats are a little bit more on other issues that involve like people, helping people out, getting things done. Doesn't mean that the Republican doesn't care about that, but the Republican does want a little bit more priority put on their businesses and how money's coming into the in, in and out of the country. You know? Mm -hmm. No racism there from the basis, the basic standpoint. Yes, they are maybe a little bit more conservative, but there's no racism there so far. Baseline, right? Mm -hmm. There's a difference between being a Republican and a Trump supporter. And I will stand by that statement until the day I die, okay? There is a difference because if you are a Republican, there are Republicans that understand that denying people basically their rights to live isn't a good thing and that you shouldn't do that. You should never do that. And yes, they still believe in the Republican ideas, but they also understand that people are people and that you need to respect people. And that's why they kind of shifted their vote to the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. Then you have Trump supporters who believe the Republican idea is correct, but I also do not agree that all people are equal people. 
And mm-hmm. that was where I have a problem. And that is where I will never, ever be able to understand someone that voted for that type of person. Mm-hmm. Because even if, you, even if you explain to me that you voted for them, for A, B, C, D, okay, cool. These issues can be addressed by another candidate if you just opened your eyes and stopped being manipulated by what this man is saying. And mm-hmm. then also, you're going to tell me that you prioritize four itty-bitty things compared to a million different reasons why this person is not a good person, you know? And, like, I just don't see justification once you're already violating the right for someone to exist, basically. Like, you're not giving them the permissions to live their life fully and completely. Like, you're giving them fear. You're giving them, like, loss of hope. You're making them just realize that they're never going to move up anywhere because they're going to be suppressed the whole time. And that's where, like, I draw the line. So, this person that... We are not going to name him after this episode, Julia. This person is, does not exist to me anymore. Um, okay. They basically came in with a defense um, as to why they voted for Trump four years ago and this time in 2020, which I did not know. Four years ago, the argument was that people did not want a woman in, in the seat of presidency. Don't understand why, but if that's what you want to think, if you're that conservative, okay, whatever, like you're that conservative, okay? But the type of person that you put in office says a lot about who you are. And when they told me that they voted for them again, it was like a, it was like in circles. Like I was literally trying to pry it out of them because I was obviously, people know I'm in favor of Biden, Biden-Harris 2020, like the whole way, you know? And this person just kept going circles and circles and circles around answering a simple question. And I knew the answer. I just wanted a direct answer before I removed them. And they got upset that I was going to unfriend them on things. And in my head, I was like, how are you getting upset? You chose four topics and you failed to disregard the fact that this person, if you are really my friend, this person is leaning towards suppressing me causing fear in my life, hurting people I care about, hurting things that I believe in, not believing in what, you know, science and and like facts are proving to people, and just a list of things that are going to hurt humanity in the end. Like you're supporting someone who doesn't believe in all of that, and you still expect me to think that you're my friend? I don't don't think so. Mm -hmm. And so... That's, like, I feel the same way when people, like, I've had people tell me, like, oh, you know, you could still have, be friends with someone that's, like, a Trump supporter. I'm like, no, no, I can't. Like, mm-hmm. you, and you just explained it, like, perfectly. It's like, I do not wish to associate with anyone. Yeah. You no, know, even if we've been friends for years, if mm-hmm. you are a Trump supporter, no, I, like, no. Because you don't actually care. Yeah, they don't care. They only wanted to, like, support one thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, what what gets me upset a lot is that, okay, there's people that are getting mad about this whole thing that, like, Latinos for Trump is, like, is weird to everybody, right? Like, everybody thinks it's weird. But the the people that are arguing that Latinos for Trump 
is like not a bad thing or the people that are second third generation latinos that probably don't even speak spanish anymore and are white passing and those are the people that have become very vocal and violent towards like things like that the other thing is is that i'm not saying that people are dumb but i will say that people have lacked to diversify the information that they receive and are only accepting it from single sources now that is a problem We've all gone to school where we've had to cite three or four sources, right, Julia? Right. Right. Why in the world would we only cite one source in the information that we're gathering? And it's not even a primary source. It's a secondary source. So people just need to get information. It's not even that hard. You run a Google search, like five million pages of Google show up, and you can get as much information as you want. Like, anyways, um... This person is no longer in my life. I got a long paragraph about them and their concerns. But to be honest, I did not read that after the first line that said I did vote for him. I just left it. And I realized that this person, like, I'm not in the position to fight with people that already made a voting decision, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you already voted for them, I can't change who you voted for. I can't change your mind. You're not going to want to have a discussion. You already have an opinion about me. If I try to give you the facts and then, like, the feeling behind it, you don't care. So, for that reason, I just figured that it's easier to cut people off. And in the beginning, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, you could still be friends with them. But then so much started coming out that it gets to a point where you just can't. You just can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. So that's like the frustration that I had for the past two days was like dealing with that. And I was just like, wow, I never thought that you would fall in line to that type of person. Mm-hmm. But you are. And I was like, and I don't respect it. I'm not going to say that I respect your opinion. I don't respect your opinion. I don't think mm-hmm. that your opinion's right. And I don't think that you should be telling me to be nice to you, even though you actively voted against my own rights. So, yeah. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> Honestly, that's how it was. I was I was like really waiting to see if I'd get anything. I'm like if they pop off somewhere else because I went on every single app and deleted this person. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting to see if they'd come back and try to like basically defend themselves again and I was just like I do not want anything to do with you. You are yeah. dead to me. You do not exist in my life. And the sad thing is, is that because, like, this is, like, a person that I would tell things, like, that were affecting, like, that the government was affecting, causing an effect on me personally, and I would tell them how it would affect. And they would act like they were understanding. And then all of a sudden, I realized this crucial amount of information. And I'm just like, oh, well, then. So, like, everything I said meant nothing to you. Yeah, it went in, in one year out the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you made it to your location? I made it home, finally. <laughs> yeah, Julia was really on her way home the whole time. Yeah, it was a long drive. It, well, from Lancaster, from Anaheim to Lancaster is uh, an hour and a half with no traffic. But there was traffic, so it took me, like, two hours. I don't even know what's going to happen tonight. Do you think they're going to find the results? I really hope so. But, like, the way it's really moving, it's like, oh, my gosh. I don't think so. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
I don't know what's gonna happen. I hope okay. for the best. Um, I saw some TikToks earlier. I was gonna send them to you, but um, there's a few TikToks of videos that are resurfacing from the 2016 election when Trump first won, and the response mm-hmm. of people that were sitting there waiting to see if Hillary was gonna win because Hillary did win the popular vote in 2016. She just didn't win the mm-hmm. electoral college. And for the main reason for that mm-hmm. was that people's, people really were not ready for a female president. And that's mm-hmm. just the, the fact of it. Like, people just weren't ready to see a female in power, which is crazy when you, we look at the 2020 elections and you see all of these different districts being dominated by females. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a really interesting time. It's a huge win also for the LGBTQIA plus community that is gaining... I believe a transgender to Congress, and then also a lot of people that identify as anything on the spectrum um, into Congress as well. So it's like a lot of wins there. But the big one that I wanted to ask you about, Julia, is um, a female vice president. How do you feel? You know, I'm very, um, I really wish. I were more excited. I am excited that, you know, mm-hmm. there are way more females. I definitely feel like women should run this shit. Like, mm-hmm. fuck all these old white men. I'm so tired of them. Yeah. But, um, Cam- like you said, these candidates, you know, they're not perfect. Kamala is not perfect. She mm-hmm. was definitely not one of my choices when she was running for president herself. Um, and, like, there's a lot of little different things you know it's also like you know she was a police you know like mm, mm-hmm. i'm not eh, about that you know um she it she like supports israel and i don't know if you guys know a lot like people listening or you uh what's going on in israel and palestine basically they're eradicating palestine and it's something they've been fighting for forever. And not a lot of people know about that. I didn't know about that until I met a friend and she's Palestinian and she opened up this whole world to me of like information. I had no clue. And I, I, a lot of people have no clue because it's not talked about mm-hmm. in school. It's not talked about, you know, in the media all that often unless you know people affected by it you know mm-hmm. um so that is a major like oh girl no bye <laughs> so i don't know i just i just hope it moves us in the direction we need it to that's all yeah. i could hope for like mm-hmm. That's all I can hope for from this government, at least, you know? Yeah, I really hope um, that, honestly, Kamala Harris was not my first choice either for a lot of people that are listening. I was actually strongly opposed to him choosing Kamala Harris. Um, I think he could have chosen someone that maybe was a little bit more um, more in line with what the beliefs of the new um, like voting pool was because a lot of the people that were voting are millennials gen z that are coming in fresh having all of these ideas and stuff like that and i mean obviously like you pick and choose who you think would help you on the ballot and i think kamala harris was kind of one that 
is democratic, but also has some beliefs that align with the Republican Party um, or can be seen a little bit more understanding of the Republican Party. Um, but I was just strongly opposed to her being chosen. And I mean, I was like really pissed the first time that I saw it. It's not because she's a woman. It's just because of like her background and like her way of thinking things through. Like it's not anything else. It's not because she's a person of color. But I do think that it's going to be a huge win for people of color. Yes, definitely. And females that are of color. And I hope that it kind of like bridges a pathway to like, okay, a female vice president isn't too crazy, right? So what about a female president? And see if that helps like a little bit with the transition of what a female can do in that type of power, in that type of role, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm like hopeful, but I take everything with a grain of salt recently. Like I am mm-hmm. uh, supporting Biden. I'm 100% against um, Trump, but yes. you know, you First still time. have to hold people accountable for the things that mm-hmm. they say that they want to do. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I definitely want to. I really wish we could have gotten Bernie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really sad about that. Like, it, I feel. But America's not ready for that. I feel like it would go up in flames. They're not ready for a socialist, you know? Yeah, I feel like Bernie's Bernie's lead with this would have been significantly less. Mm-hmm. He, I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to just say that Bernie would not have been as competitive as Biden is right now. No, no. Yeah, just because his ideas, it's like, it's extremely, extremely, like, one-sided and intense. And it's like, if you don't understand why it's like that, if you don't understand why he's so strongly for these things, you can't put yourself in the mindset to accept him. Mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm saying it's like they weren't ready for him um mm-hmm. these like like socialism is such a hot word mm-hmm. for everyone it like yeah. like starts to scare people and like i get it because you know um me- we've seen many countries go to shit because of their terrible like mm-hmm. handling of socialism and stuff like that and so people get scared and don't have any faith that maybe we can do it better, you know? Yeah. Because, like, like I, I saw this on Instagram. We do have socialist, like, practicings. Like, mm-hmm. we have things that, like, this, the fucking stimulus check. That is a socialist, like, I, like, that's some, that's so socialist. So, like, we have things like that already in place. And, you know, but if you don't call it socialist, they won't. People are like, oh, okay, yeah, like, I'm down for this, you know? But, like, the moment you say socialism or anything like that, it's like, oh, no, 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 I can't do this. Yeah, I mean, that's with a lot of words, like how they were doing the Antifa thing. And then they were, like, making it a whole thing. And people were saying, do you understand what we are standing for like do you understand what's going on or are you just taking a word at face value and not really seeing the movement behind it and it happens all the time with everything it's like please just educate yourself on things happening in the world stop being crazy research. <laughs> like just just learn something you know 
also i'm gonna throw this out there religion is not everything okay and there's more than one religion in the world and you cannot say that christianity is above everything else and above all and you cannot tell me that things are going to be better because of god and all this other stuff because it's not true i'm sorry but it's not true your belief is in your belief and your faith it's nothing that's concrete there's no evidence for it and maybe in your world there is but you have to just accept that there's tons of other religions out there that you can't just push on one one objective and one goal from one religion onto people. No, for sure. I don't know if you see this stupid video clip of like um this guy on Fox. I don't even know who this man was, but he was like, "Oh, Muslims can't be sworn into office because, on the bible like on the bible like i, I swear on the bible three oh times i'm like no my god this man is an idiot and that that is so many people's logic is like they really think that christianity is like that's where is it They're, that's it like that's it and like that's it's just ridiculous what frustrates me with the christianity thing is that they pick and choose what they want to take from christianity (laughs) right right okay am i not wrong right like they literally just like they take what they want like let's say that they don't like um um gay marriage whatever they're Mm -hmm. like the bible says that homophobia is bad i'm like yes but you decide to have sex before marriage you decide to have this before this you decide to hate your neighbor you decide to do all like hello are you a bible reader hello sir Uh hold up your standard for the whole bible not just what you want exactly no for sure and there's so many instances like that and like also like think of if you really think about it like a lot of these Going back to cults. <laughs> <laughs> with with Julia's witnesses. Julia's witnesses. They're all ran. <laughs> they're all ran by like religious beliefs. Or like mm-hmm. Charles Manson. He was so mm-hmm. religious. And like. But it's like their know, interpretation like, of religion too. And no, but here's the thing is like they swear like this is what it is. It's mm-hmm. like this is right. Like their interpretation yeah. is correct. And obviously not. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think that's like a huge issue that people don't really discuss either is that also there are different types of Christianity out there. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. also another discussion that people aren't ready for because they think that they're right and that they only know one thing. And I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. if you grew up like religious, like I've had a few friends that grew up strictly religious that they felt confined. They can't really think outside of the box. They can't think for themselves until they branch off into something that exposes them to the real world. And they're like, wow, this was all wrong. And that, yeah, that's like where I draw the line. It's like when I'm not allowed to question things or think things through, like, because this is what it says, like, no, like, no. No. And that, I really think that organized religion is going to die off. Mm -hmm. Like there's still going to be people, but for the most part, it's going to die off. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> like religion should just be for people that want to accept religion, but don't push your religion onto other people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like there, there's nothing wrong with that. Like 
my you know my best friend she's re- like she loves mm-hmm. her christian uh, like christian faith and everything yeah. and i love that for her and yeah. i see how much it brings her joy and i love that but she's not this like mindless sheep either you know so yeah that is where i'm like okay that's a healthy relationship with your faith you know mm-hmm. uh, but when it gets to like the point where you're like mindlessly being shepherded around that's where it's like yeah that's not okay i think people don't understand that that bible was written millions of years ago and how do we know how do how do we know this was true? exactly <laughs> yeah exactly i feel like translations i mean you've seen it from just spanish to english it's like the translations are extreme like a million mm-hmm. words in spanish can mean one word in english and vice versa or like mm-hmm. the interpretation of words is like completely different and i'm just saying how do you know that the original language of the Bible is telling you this, one. How do you know that the person that made copies of this Bible to redistribute is actually giving you the right one, two. And three, you don't think that, like, it should be, like, kind of like a constitution where you can amend things. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right, life changes. Life Mm -hmm. is complex. Mm -hmm. It should be able to, like, change you know Mm -hmm. yep just like how um people expect to be forgiven for things that they violated according to like their beliefs on the bible you should just take forgiveness for everything you know Mm -hmm. there's people in the world that aren't doing anything bad you just see it in your bible and think oh this person's bad but they're not like Mm -hmm. just open your eyes again educate yourself Mm -hmm. i feel like julia we probably got canceled a long time ago (laughs) <laughs> people were probably oh, like people were probably like the, real quotes. the Jehovah's Witnesses I, I want to call uh, my army the little angies so that you guys can yeah. all say I'm a little angie about this and I'm a little angie about this yes I'm strong I'm a strong opinionated person and I'm not afraid to give people my opinion so mm-hmm. It is what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm glad we're canceled, you know? (laughs) I mean, I don't even see why we would be canceled. Like, you're canceling my opinion just because you didn't like it? Sounds a lot Mm -hmm. like religion. Sounds a lot (laughs) like religion. And and then you know there's the Disney cult too that you know oh my god we're probably gonna cancel the Disney cult too oh wow I forgot we are if you listen to our other episode our second episode (laughs) yeah the Disney cult came after us (laughs) so we should have named it the Disney cult came after us that would have been a good time (laughs) this one's gonna be like this one's gonna be like oh we get canceled for sure episode we get canceled (laughs) for sure. This, this one, we should just title it the last episode of You're Doing Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just getting started. Keep we're the people we, on we... the edge of their seats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'd, like, I'd like to have, like, um two differing opinions come on this show. Yeah, I'm down. Like, definitely, I feel like you'd be way better at argumentation. Like, because like, it takes me time to process things sometimes so i'm just like i can't fire back like right away sometimes i'll be like damn i should have said that <laughs> like hours later hours later <laughs> i'm like yeah. 
<laughs> we'll take some we'll take some hot takes so me and Julia can battle it out next next episode. Um I think Julia, are we we good on time now? Yeah, we are. Yeah, I think we should start wrapping this up mm-hmm. before it gets too long again. <laughs> this episode is gonna come out after the election. So. Yeah, so by the time people listen to it, they'll know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll know what happened. Hopefully we all are still alive. Yeah. <laughs> we made it through. So, so the transition of power. And we'll come back yeah. and talk about the transition of power. Oh, Lord. Because yeah. that, that's going to get crazy, too. That, mm-hmm. you know, listen, January about to be crazy. It's a good way to start 2021 with a bang. And by bang, I mean, I want Joe Biden to sock Trump in the face. Like just, oh, my gosh. <sighs> I'll pay good money for, for four seats for that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I mean, hopefully there is a peaceful transfer of power. Hopefully. Just to, leave, just to leave it on a good note, I do hope that there's a peaceful transfer of power. And I hope that people just realize that it's, it's only going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's only going to get better from here. And if it doesn't, then um, Jilber well, and I... Are going to Me- Mexico, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna disappear for a little bit. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening. Um, check out our other episodes. Uh, Julie always says rate us five stars on Apple Podcast. I don't think Spotify yes, has the- that option, does it? I don't think so either. Maybe if you mm-hmm. like it, share, save it, follow us, share it on Spotify, share it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Come follow our social medias. It's um, you're you're doing fine with the Y O U R E for Instagram, and then you're doing fine with the U R. Um, just because mm-hmm. it was too long for Twitter on Twitter. Um, I haven't really started posting a lot because I've been distracted bouncing around accounts, but I will be back on there soon. And Julia runs the Instagram account, so. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, uh, oh, oh, what should we have them do in the comments today? Like, um, well, one, I want to know what their favorite scents are because we talked about yes. that for a while. Oh, yeah. That'd be perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite scents? Like candle wise or lotion? I mean, it doesn't really matter. But I like, think in general, or like matter? if you're like us that has people tied to specific scents, let us know what they smell like. Yeah, exactly. If you, <laughs> not if in you can explain way. it. Yeah, not in a weird way, just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Hope you guys tune into the next one. And just know you're doing fine, Mija. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye.